Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's pray. Father, we're grateful. We thank you for your word. Pray that your word will bless us like it always does. Edify us. Draw us closer to yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. Let's stand, read the word, and we'll take our seat. Shall we read it together? One go. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. I'm considering the wisdom of God part two with you. Wisdom belongs to God. And it is the heritage of the believer to walk in wisdom. That the wisdom that we are supposed to walk in is not the wisdom that is common to this world. But is a wisdom of God himself. We learned, I gave them a pointer about the overview of this wisdom of God. You know, it, there could be more, but this is like a small summary. That if someone asks you what that wisdom of God is, you could quickly tell them that it is the word of God. And that's Ezra 7.25. The wisdom of God is the word of God. Number two, it is Jesus revealed to mankind. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. I'm just giving you a small summary. Jesus revealed in us. And that's what I spent a lot of time dwelling um, on in the first service. Then this wisdom of God is how God presents the lessons and mysteries within history to today's man. There are lessons and mysteries in the history of the people whom God used to, as it were, I mean, who handed this faith unto us? And there are lessons and mysteries in there. And God presents these lessons and mysteries to us who are the today's man. So there are things we are learning from Paul. There are things we are, God is just revealing to us his dealings with Isaac and the wisdom behind what Joseph was asked to do by his spirit. These are hidden wisdom from people of the world. We also learned that the wisdom of God is a practical way God runs this world on a daily basis. There's a way that God runs this world. He governs this world. And the practical step-by-step way, the principles that he uses to practically administer this world is what is called wisdom. Finally, we learned that It is how the future has been captured 
for the maximization of spiritual promises for earthly and eternal use. So there is a future we are aspiring to, to go into. The wisdom of God has captured it in a certain way. And by that capture, is giving us the opportunity to maximize the promises of God. Praise the Lord. As part of our future package. And those promises of God, the wisdom will make them useful for us here on earth. And then also in the eternity to come. And I made mention to the first service that there are certain promises they are not meant for here. They are only meant for eternity. Praise the Lord. They are meant for eternity. And uh, hell is meant for eternity. And the wisdom of God is to help us to avoid hell and then get into heaven. Praise the Lord. Hell has been promised. Heaven has been promised. It only takes, that's why it is the fool that says there is no God. It's because it takes wisdom to escape hell and get into heaven. So there are promises that we need to maximize, but it will take wisdom. It's not by macho. It's not by anything. Sometimes it doesn't even matter who gave birth to you. Whether you were born by a fetish priest or the parish priest, it really doesn't matter. You need the activation of the wisdom of God. So, since we are here, let's look at the scripture again. Daniel was given an opportunity that the magicians in the days of the king of Babylon had missed. The king had a dream. He was asking them if they could reveal the dream and interpret it. The magicians, the wise men, the astrologers, they couldn't. And then they brought the matter to Daniel and he and his friends went to pray and God revealed unto them. So when he revealed unto them, the Bible said, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. He was not taking credit for his ability to see the dream or the vision of the king and to interpret it. He was just alluding to the fact that what he and his brethren had been able to do is a function of the wisdom of God that was in operation in their lives. And that God really deserves all the praise. So he started praising God who had made it a possibility. Praise the Lord. And then in that kind of conversation, he pointed out that he, the reason why he's thanking the Lord is because wisdom and might are his. So we know that wisdom belongs to God. Tell some of the wisdom belongs to God. Honestly, even if you go to our the way we grew, you find out that wisdom belongs to the spirits. It belongs to the oracle. Is that also? It's a, it's a, who is supposed to be the next king? They, they have to consult the oracle. Wisdom does not lie in flesh and blood. It has to be in the spiritual realm. But because we are Christians, we seek the Lord and thankfully, our Jesus Christ is superior to all. Praise the Lord. So we learned at the first service that wisdom is Jesus himself revealed in you. And that's what 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 24 says. 1 Corinthians 1 24. 
Please watch it. He said, but unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So when we say the wisdom of God, I mentioned to the first service that it must not be conceptualized first from the place of a product. The wisdom of God is not just a supernatural product. It's a person. Christ is the wisdom of God unto us. So it is from there that you cannot begin to talk about any other thing. Because that is the foundation is that Christ is the wisdom of God to the believer. Are we, are we there? Before the product, wisdom. So Christ is the wisdom of God unto us. Now, we are learning here that wisdom belongs to God. We are learning also that Christ is the wisdom of God. But we also need to understand that when you are a Christian and you have Christ in you, there is also the need for you to know that because this wisdom is beyond your natural self, you must open yourself up to the source of the wisdom, which is God himself, the Godhead. God is the source of wisdom. And so you find out that even though the Bible has spoken about the fact that go to the ant and learn wisdom. Wisdom crieth on the street. Iron sharpeneth iron. He that walketh with the wise becomes, you see, you see that all these are avenues you can obtain any kind of wisdom, including the wisdom of God. But first things must be first. Praise the Lord. And the first thing that must be first in this sense is the fact that you and I need to first of all, before we go to rob with other people who are operating with the wisdom of God, what we need to do first is to open ourselves and yield to this God who gives this wisdom to his children. Before you go and visit the ant. Praise the Lord. You open up. To the source, you know, like the Chinese proverb will teach you how to fish than give you fish. So when you open up to this source of wisdom, you will find out that it is God that gives this wisdom. In First Kings chapter 4, verse 29, watch it carefully. I'm taking you through a nice road of teaching. Open up to the source of wisdom. When he's telling you, it's different from when someone else is telling you. When you are learning from him, it's different from when you are learning from someone else. And because wisdom is his, he can operate it in you better than anybody can help you operate it. In First Kings chapter 4 verse 29, look at what the Bible says. Let's read it together. One go. And God gave Solomon wisdom and what? Understanding exceeding much and largeness of what? Heart. Even as the sand that is on the sea. So God did what? God did what? God did what? He gave Solomon. Put your name there. God gave Francis. What did he give him? Wisdom. Is it difficult? God. It is God who gave Solomon wisdom. And an understanding heart. Such that. It was the largeness of his heart, like the sand of the sea. 
God gave him wisdom. So God is the source of wisdom. And he's the one who gives wisdom to people. Wisdom to his children. You see that sometimes you really want to go off as a Christian and you are asking the Holy Spirit to guide you in wisdom. In what? So I just want you to see the fact that it is God who gave Solomon wisdom. But for that, he would have been a foolish man right from day one to the the, the time he died. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. Watch it again. Watch it. So that you desire for it. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. The Lord giveth what? The Lord giveth what? Yeah, God giveth wisdom. Say, God give me wisdom. I can't hear you at all. Say, God. Say, Holy Spirit. Give me wisdom. The Lord giveth wisdom. He's a source of the wisdom of God. If you go to school, you get intellectual wisdom. But when we are talking about this wisdom, this wisdom comes from God. God gives wisdom. So, first place of call for wisdom is to look to God. Is to look to God and open your heart that God, I really need your wisdom. Because like we learned, if wisdom is not operating you, something else will operate you. And that something else, that something else starts with F. Sister, either wisdom is operating you or foolishness is operating you. That's what we are saying here. Uh, uh, I can't see, uh, but brother, I don't know who asked you to come and sit here, but I don't, I'm telling you right now. You have to make a conscious effort that you will be operated by wisdom because not choosing to be operated by wisdom means that you have made the choice that foolishness should operate. And I, I said, you don't need to be intentional for foolishness to operate you. It is always operating you. It is your intentionality to be operated by wisdom that neutralizes the foolishness that is already default. It's inherent. It's already operating you. That's why you see a woman quickly now, you feel like, hey, is there? It's an innate stupidity. Is the sickness is stu- stupiditis, and the sickness for foolishness is foolishemia. It's a Greek word. It will be operating you. You see that you are there now. You are making risky decisions that will destroy your life. It's very default. So. <laughs> God gave Solomon wisdom. May you receive wisdom. Uh, that amen should be louder than uh, receive wisdom. <laughs> if you are a husband here, it is very nice that your wife knows that you are a wise man. Yeah, it's very gratifying that your husband knows that, oh, my wife there is a wise woman. Your boss knows that you are a wise employee. And you too, you know that your boss is what? A wise boss. But when it is like this, like that, 
It's a dangerous ground. Daniel 1.17. Let's just, just buttress the point so that devil cannot steal the word from your heart. Daniel 1.17. Watch it. It says that, as for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. It is God who gave them knowledge and skill in all learning of wisdom. And Daniel, it shall be your name, (laughs) had understanding in all visions and dreams. It's God. You pray that God give my children wisdom. Give my workers wisdom. One of the dangerous things in this life is to be surrounded by people who lack the wisdom of God. That is, you are inside a pit already, even though you are standing on a hard ground. Because foolishness leads to destruction. And when all the people are around you, they are saying, yeah, 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 but it's not in wisdom. Oh boy, you are gone. You're a dead man standing. So you pray for wisdom. And please, this thing called wisdom, if you don't know the source, and you don't actively appreciate the need for it on a daily basis, for it to push you to go to God, to ask him for this wisdom. Hmm. You see that your life will, will become a product that you yourself, you will not even like to consume. Some people have taken decisions and when they sit down, they, don't only, they are not only sad, but they also hate themselves on top. Why, why, why? Why? Receive wisdom from God. I'm not preaching any complex message. No. Be connected to this wisdom from God. And as we will learn, you see that it is very important that everyone on the face of the earth walks in this wisdom. Yes. Walk in the wisdom. Because it it, it will help you. Look at one of the things this wisdom will do very quickly. From where we have learned, Romans chapter 11, verse 33. Romans 11, 33. One of the reasons why this is very important is that he said that, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Oh. The depth of the riches, say depth of riches, are both in the hands of wisdom and knowledge. Come on now, tell somebody, the depth of riches are in the hands of wisdom and knowledge. So the depth of every kingdom riches or prosperity is attributed to his wisdom in operation through us. So, you see that some people are rich, but their riches is shallow. It's going nowhere. It says that the depth, the in total, the details, how wide and how vast and how high and how deep. 
Your wealth, your riches can go. That's debt. So some people are exposed to inexhaustible resources because wisdom is on ground. They know how to keep going and going and going and going and going. Some people, you'll be expecting them to come down. They are not coming down. Even God is not interested in bringing them down. Satan is not interested in bringing them down. Why? Because what is operating them is the wisdom of God. That's why it doesn't take witches to bring a man down. It takes foolishness to come down. The death of the riches. May you be deeper than what you are in Jesus name. Please I didn't come here to philosophize. We are here to enjoy the presence of are we all not the children of God? Is there any adult of God around? The depth. So you see that the Bible says that wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our time. So a man's life cannot be stable away from the operation of their wisdom. So if wisdom is governing your life, you see that you are like Bank of Ghana. At least as far as Ghana is concerned. And the money in circulation is concerned. If wisdom no finish, wealth no finish. Wisdom no finish, peace no finish. It is when you throw away this thing called the wisdom of God that your poverty in every department of destiny begins. Oh, the depth of riches of God. So every kingdom treasure is sustained and multiplied by the wisdom of God operating in your life. And this God that gives us this wisdom, when you open up to him, he increases them for you. Praise the Lord. You see that the closer you get to him, the wiser you become. And you see that the clearer issues become for you. So somebody wants to have whatever they want to have. They are chasing it in the wrong way. But when you have the wisdom of God, see that the depth is there. The what? Depth is there. Brother, after having many girlfriends of different colors, height, and, and shapes, and there's one boy you had, the, the, the shape is like a tapoli. Do you know the tapolin? That's how, how the girl was. Yes, it's an hourglass. Yeah. One minute to be an hourglass in him. Charlie, after testing all of them like Solomon, may you receive the wisdom of God to settle down. Why is your face like that? <laughs> this is a friendly match. And I have not even started preaching. I say, you, we need the wisdom of God to escape the errors that are already past questions in life. Hey, what does you think? 
It's like when you know that this question is coming for this exam. You know, say, I don't put a compulsory question, but you are not prepared for the solution. And then you are wishing that something else will come. That something else, Grandpa, so you are not prepared for it. Champion unprepared. And it doesn't matter the title you are holding. Lack of preparation in the things of wisdom. We'll, we'll hand it over to somebody else. Most of the time, you will just lose what is in your hand, not because somebody took it. Just because you handed it over to the person because of lack of wisdom. And that's why some men will lose their good wives. Just because you, you don't have the wisdom to treat a woman well like a human being. In fact, in the past few weeks, the thing has been really disturbing me. How do you marry a woman and become like poison to the woman? That thing frustrates me. Oh. Like you are dead, you know, and the woman is like a soil. And the man is like the seed. Because, in fact, even in biology, the man carries the seed, the woman carries the ground. Whatever you plant into her, she just multiplies it for you. You just plant joy and peace, you oh, you multiply it for you. But to me, a giant papechi, the cross, no, but the mammy cross, me, me, kunana, elopement. Then once you start insulting the way, wait, Jimmy, some catch yourself, wouldn't you answer? It, it, it will be building. It will be getting tensious. Ah, And most women are specialist plastic surgeons. The local language, your friend butcher. So you see some women, they are always sitting on the edge because somebody has made them so bitter, like so angry. You know you are not physically there. You know you are not emotionally there. You know you are troubled, like you are troubled. It's like trouble never feel it's a way in And when you wisdom you are being told that be a man means I frustrate a woman. You are going to frustrate your own destiny very soon. That's why you need the wisdom of God. You need. Oh. <laughs> Put your hand on your head and say, God have mercy. I saw I had the energy at home. Cool down. Tell someone to cool down, cool down. Chale, you change eh? We have to change. We need the wisdom of God. Most, most women or most men in a relationship are not interested in causing trouble at all. It, most of the things that is a reaction to something that has been going on for a long time. Chale, and it, it is wisdom that your. There's something you are doing. You, you feel it's nothing. But the people who are connected to you, they feel it's something. Wisdom tells you that, brother, sit down small. Eh? And try to make people enjoy you. Small. I'm telling you.
you, when Queen of Sheba came to Solomon, he says that, happy are your men who surround you. So when the men who surround you are not happy, sit down and ask questions. What am I operating with? Is this wisdom? Uh, what is it? It's not me that will say it's foolishness, but possibly you are operating in an unwise way. He will say, Well, bra, why your woman and me at this one? Oh, papa, I am at this one. It just tells you that Bible says that a wise son brings joy, happiness to the father. Yeah. But a foolish one is a disgrace. Yes. Oh, my mean to mend that. Oh, papa, to mend Like, look, I know that. Some people are in church. They do cocaine. Listen to me. Listen. They smoke weed. Cigarette. Blah, blah, blah. See. If you hear, when you hear the word of God, and you start working at, that's beautiful. Do you understand? For some people, it's a process. But in doing that, the wisdom tells you that you have to start redrawing small, small from the place that facilitates that kind of lifestyle and also redraw small, small from some of the people you, you, you do this thing with if they are not cutting off completely from it. Your friends are your friends, but you can measure the degree of engagement with them. Because if you are also men, no man, sir, one week, one power, one, no man, which you have come in. Hey, Charlie. Charlie, I don't want a bishop. It will just awaken some demon inside you. It's like you are becoming weak for stopping the alcohol. No? They wanna, but you answer, I caught you, I caught no beer, who in here? Oh, brother, brother, I have seen it, Pa Claire. So, sometimes it's just, the wisdom is that gradually. Do you understand? Gradually. Gradually. Mentor, but we are talking about the wisdom of God. God created one day, one thing at a time. One day at a time. In a day, no, it was full of certain events. And you know, don't try to buy everything like today. Pet is the only day. Hey, you buy a bag, you buy a shoe, you buy. You buy all the Bibles. Let me spend it. Hey. Means to me was calamis. Who to me got tired here because when we say, Obi Shevina, who got Tom near chance, I cry a proving point. The wisdom of God, it doesn't prove a point to it because there's nothing above God. And the Bible says we are complete in Christ. When you are in Christ, you are complete. You are not seeking to become something you are already. Are you here at all? 
So your depth of riches is determined by the wisdom of God in operation in your life. In Luke chapter 11 verse 44 the Bible says that woe unto you scribes and Pharisees hypocrites for ye are as graves which appear not and the men that walk over them are not aware of them that's 49 give me 49 he said therefore also said the wisdom of god i will send them prophets and apostles and some of them they shall slay and persecute. Therefore also said the wisdom of God. This is the wisdom of God talking. I will send them prophets and apostles. And some of them they shall slay and persecute. What is the Bible trying to say here? That it is saying that the wisdom of God is seen in crucial decisions. The way you see wisdom of God is when... It, there are crucial, critical decisions to be made. I will send you prophets. Is it not for your help? Apostles. Is it not for your help? But the wisdom of God is saying that some people will not be able to see the crucial element of having a prophet, a pastor, an apostle in their lives. And so some people, not all of them, some of them who don't have the wisdom will kill them. So when you lack this wisdom of God, you kill the things that have been released to help you. Including your destiny helpers. Because you don't have that capacity to make crucial decisions. To know that this thing, I'm able to put this one left, this one right. People just muffle and muzzle everything together. And by the time they know, you see, when you lack wisdom, you see your helpers as your enemies. And sometimes the people you really want to kill is as a result of the bankruptcy of this wisdom of God in your life. Because if you had the wisdom of God, you will find out that you are able to appraise people exactly the way God appraises them. Some of the people that you you think they are evil, they are God's best friends. And they have been sent to be a blessing unto you. But when you lack the wisdom of God, because the person's face resembles a witch. Oh. Oh. Crucial. I said, I know a pastor. He was using one rickety car. I've said it here before. Rickety. And another pastor who has money because he does other things. He saw the faithfulness of this pastor using rickety car and had gone to buy a car for this um, other pastor who was suffering. The day he came that he wanted to present the key. When he came, two pastors were quarreling. The one he was bringing the key and another one. And the one he was bringing the car key to, he was so angry.
angry with the other one. Just giving it to him, giving it to him, giving it to him, giving it to him. So this other one that had gone to buy the car for him, he was just bringing the key. Now go and the car is at the um, garage. Take the key and go and drive. So no, just trying to be a peacemaker. I want to know two man. Why not flow? And your bishop and Aji Jews who are on some questions. I'm afraid free men so. And what the mark on the man. I want to know the kitchen at the bottom. The wisdom he needed to be able to balance his anger. You know, there's something called displacement. Or sometimes, if you like, call it transference. Okay. Your boss, your boss beats you in the office. When you come home, you, you beat your wife. Because it's your wife now. Wife now, be to me now. It's called transference or displacement. The way you are reacting to your wife is not because of something she has done. She just asks you, Would you eat inside your head from the frustration from the office? What kind of stupid question is that? Are you not supposed to know I will eat already? Foolish woman, what is your use here? Blah, blah, blah. blah. You'll be going on and on and on. You you lack the wisdom to balance the crucial moment of decision. And by the time you know, when you simmer down, you just wow. You see some of them are done. Done, oh. The wife will be there. They will be doing cocoa for the wife. They will do cocoa. After your question, Adiano, you will now be hello. Hello, testing mic. One, two. One, two. Now, who's here? Lady Bia, I'm in my friend. Where was hey? I won't what's the name? Man, I never brother receive wisdom in Jesus' name. <laughs> Crucial moment, it can happen in decision in business. Yeah, you receive contract now. First thing you go and buy Lamborghini. What's wrong with you? Chale? Chale? You are not even thinking about inflation. You are not whether inflation will come and erase your profit, whether the whatever you just because you in your club, no, you have been telling people that I'm going to buy the new car, I'm going to buy your tear cana straight. Charlie, I want to say something now, but it's like I'm in church, so I can't say it. Sure. So, you see that when the wisdom of God is operating you, it gives you the capacity to handle crucial decisions in crucial moments. That is the kind of wisdom that was operating Jesus when he was in the garden. He saw the death, the gruesomeness of the death. He said, I wish this cup will pass me. No, a wisdom. A recalibrating. No, not my way. Let your will be done. You see that? You, you, the crucialness of the decision is this wisdom that is able to scan it for you or else 
you will see crucial things as trivial. You see that, that the Bible says that he was mentioning some cities. He said that I am crying for you, Jerusalem, because you don't know the season of your peace. You don't know the season of your peace. That you are in a, you are making a decision and this decision is going to tell on whether your life will ever be doomed from now or will, will ever blossom from now. And you are not able to decipher to know that this is it. It's like every day is everything for you. I'm praying for this wisdom. As I'm preaching, I'm just praying that because where I come from, there are more foolish men and women than wise men. Foolish, pa. But we pray, I pray for wisdom of God. Though. I'm telling you. I pray. And you see, when this wisdom is operating, you see that it helps you to not kill things that must be alive around you. You need a prophet, you need an apostle, you need, you need quality resources. The, the, your greatest resource in life is the human beings God has littered around you from one level to another level to another level to another level to another level. And wisdom is what makes you to change and get better by the day. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise God. It's like, did I say something bad? Well, the way you are looking at me, you know. You change by the day. You see that some things, some, how you used to execute some time ago. When you have the wisdom of God, you begin to execute like the way God executes. You see, the same God who is killing some sinner somewhere is saving a sinner in another place. You see, you can't just draw one line. You need the wisdom of God to have this ability to be able to know what to do in the times and the seasons that God brings to you. And, and to know that the wisdom of God is at work in crucial decisions, whether it's marriage, ministry, whether it's business, you would, there will be some kind of divine arrangement. And I want to show you so, some of these things that you'll be able to know that whether it's wisdom that is operating or it's foolishness that is operating. Hey, governor, Charlie. <laughs> Stupid. Hey. First Kings chapter 3 verse 28. First Kings 3 28. I mean just to buttress a point earlier. that And all Israel heard of the judgment. And this King Solomon. Judging between two women. Fighting over one living child. When he gave his judgment, the Bible said, And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God... What kind of wisdom was there? I can't hear you. They feared because they saw that what? Was in him to do judgment. When the wisdom of God is in you, people will see it. They saw. They will see by the kind of judgment... You give. Two women have come. 
with one living baby and one dead baby. And everyone is claiming from the same compound, this is my child. Then, when everyone was confused, because he had received the wisdom of God, he said, okay, let's kill the child. One said, yeah, 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 And then the other one said, no, 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 you take. He saw the one with the bowels of mercy, and I said, this one that is brutal that we should kill. If the child is really yours, you wouldn't say we should kill. But because it's not yours, you say we should kill. So give the child. So when Israel saw that kind of judgment, you see, it's a crucial moment. You Look, but for this critical element, if you were a doctor in an emergency room, but for this critical element, you see that life is just about the, the margins, small, small margins. Whether you are cutting an intestine or you are cutting something, or by the time you know somebody is dead. And the wisdom not to misinterpret something for something else is what gives life or takes life. So Solomon is just seeing this is uh, life, death, life, death, life, death, life, death. Bring the executioner. Crucial moment, the whole Israel had come. If he had given the baby to the wrong woman, they would have. It would have been the confirmation of his foolishness. But because wisdom was so, they saw his wisdom. Even people who were not wise to make that decision, when he made the wise decision, they saw that this is a wise decision. Yes. That is why when you're operating with the wisdom of God, sometimes you don't care about the foolish people around you. All you need to care about is that you know you have an established wisdom in your life. That makes you take a decision. And even though you may look alien in the midst of people who go in a particular way, when the wisdom is on ground, even foolish people will be clapping for the wise person. It's not wisdom. You will find out that three years of your life, you know, some man who could have married you, you know, also happened to see you tittering somebody's obikunosios. Hey! You see, three years of your marital life is gone. And an illegitimate man is blowing you like a blow man. Gone. There's no problem that you are doing this, you know, but that when the wisdom of God drops, you should make a decision. Praise the Lord. You should make a decision. Why, why do you so feel so frustrated that you have made a decision to stand for God and stand for decency? Then situation start beating you, sign that you are entering into foolishness. You know it's foolishness, but you say, I don't have a choice. No, you have a choice. Your wisdom is your choice. You think things are not going on well for you. You, you that is living in a, a room that you rented yourself. You think things are bad for you. Let's go to my village. Look, sometimes we just overrate the kind of problems we have because we have dreams we want to actualize. And there's no problem that you have high targets, you have a level of decency you want to live life. But look, sometimes you have to downgrade. The Bible says, he that went down is the same who ascended. 
Sometimes you just have to downgrade, strip yourself naked like Jesus did. So that the glory can appear later. Sometimes the glory is not here, it's in the future. If you allow, you'll be frustrated. So you see that when Jesus was standing trial, he was not frustrated by the questions they were asking him. He was even joking with them. Are you the king of the Jews? <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> he was just enjoying. They were slapping him. He said, oh, no problem at all. Yes, you know, you're quiet. Wisdom was on ground. Sometimes when you are suffering some things, the wisdom tells you that endure it. As a good soldier, knowing that God is building a capacity of grace in you for a future glorification. If you don't understand this wisdom from God, you would think everything is here and now. I was just, I shared a video of LP Flora, um, this new song that she had. About three weeks ago, I've forgotten how it starts, but it was talking about how God himself, nothing is impossible for God and blah, blah, for those who believe. And one lady was telling me that um, then she she doesn't know whether this, this blah, 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 blah. And I said that at this time, no, after following God for, even this church will be six years next month, and you have been here for the six years. So, I mean, barring where you have been before. After six years, you ought to have built your trust in God. To know that whatever it is you are believing him for, no, he will do it. But it's, it's like we sometimes don't want to grow. We just feel like it's like God is justifying his inclusion in our life. If you do this, then I will believe you. What do you mean? What, like, what do you mean? Sad time now, if you do this thing, I will know that you are really God. I will trust you. When he's doing, is what drives your belief, you know. After, it, it is for the baby level. When you, you enter into maturity, you ought to have had the faith and trust in God for other things to be done. It's you trusting in him that makes other things and you would genit it at that. And yeah, we yamami you buy toffee for me, I like you. That's for kids level. But adult level, maturity level is, I know this is my father, I know this is my mother. I'm hungry, but I know that food will be there. You trust. Praise the Lord. That's your wisdom. If you are doing tatashi, you can be so frustrated that you will change the way you operate. You change. Your wisdom will be different from the wisdom of God. So, I said I was going to show you how you will know that this, this is the wisdom of God in operation. Just one. There are many, many, many ways, but just one indicator, okay? One indicator you will know that this decision you are taking, it is the wisdom of God driving it. First Kings 5.12. First Kings 5.12. Let's read together. One go. 
I need I need a big chorus as we are reading it together. One go. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon. And they two made what? A league together. So God gave Solomon wisdom. Then there was peace between him as he promised. And there was peace between him and Hiram. One king like that who eventually gave him a lot of stuff for the building of the temple. And then they made a league. So here Solomon was making negotiations for certain building materials and resources to be sent for the building of the temple and all of that. So when you are before this crucial decision that you have to make throughout your whole life, one of the things that you will know that what is happening in you is the wisdom of God is that this wisdom of God will manifest as a tactical peace in great negotiations. What kind of peace? It's tactical peace in great negotiations. Recently, I was talking to, um, there was a group of people I prophesied to at one of the all night, a man that he was going to start a company, blah, 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 blah. And he resigned. And then he bought the company he resigned from. They were folding up. <laughs> and he has some local partners. So, um, during the COVID, I went with these guys who went to dedicate the company. Then they had big international um, contract and then they are running the contractor and then he came to me that some foreign people have come that they want to invest in the company and uh, they are contemplating you know they are about four or so partners blah 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 so I asked them how much money do they want to invest in the company and he mentioned and I asked what is your equity now, the company right now. So let's assume generically that he said $1 million as he stands now. And I said, how, how much do they want to invest? He said like $15 million or $20 million. He mentioned some figure. I've forgotten. And he said that the problem is that the white people want majority share. And that has become the problem because they, the Ghanaians, they want to keep their major, majority share. And the white people keep the smaller portion, even if it's 1%. I say, okay. From your $1 million equity, with all your 100%, you are still $1 million. You are not even $2 million. And I ask him, do you know 40% of $20 million? I said, calculate, calculate, calculate. He started calculating. I said, how about 30? He started calculating. Okay. If you people have 40%. Are you not better off? It was big money. He said, we are better off now. I said, why are you holding majority share? Like, for what? 
what, why? Is it for your family head? Like, what is, what is the problem? That I'm a majority shareholder without the money? Is share money? Major, the word majority, do you want to eat the majority? I said, even if they were to give you 1%, and that 1% is bigger than your cumulative equity, it's the 1% you go for now. They have greater liability. They have greater problem. You too, you have, you have increased. He said, it's true. I said, so you didn't notice. Why, why are you in business? Now, wow. So he said that, I said, go, and I knew the pattern. I said, go and tell them. You know, some of them are a bit older and blah, blah, blah. So sometimes when you are growing, you hold on to unnecessary. That's why you go to old people's houses. Furniture that is old. This thing, all those things are under there like that. Throw them away. You like gathering rubbish. Throw them away. You are a hoarder. Hoarding things that you don't even know what you are going to do with it. So I went and told them, I said, Chale, 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 you people, even if it's 35%, collect it and, and still be working. These people are going to, and they are going to bring business. They are going to bring all this. I said, the, everything they are bringing plus the money, you people don't have the capacity to bring. Why are you? Chai. That's how they went to. And when they went, you see, initially some of them were not happy, but I said that go and take what looks like a disadvantage. But like Solomon, when you have this peace from taking that which is like a disadvantage from a godly council, a godly place, then you know that even though your skin is looking for what is worthless, Something superior than your flesh has brought you wisdom for that decision. Are you here at all? <laughs> this is what will make you drop a Sakawa boy who is showing you car, house, blah, blah, and marry a brother who doesn't have all that but has potential. And you, your future is better. You have some peace you be around that crucial, that's what I say, it's a tactical peace. It's what? It's a tactical peace. When Ghana went for the um, 2006 World Cup, first time in Germany, the coach, you know, he played some player be called Aminu Dramani. Ne Ghana for Yempena Sembakokra. Or boy, I said, wing back, be what left was. So, I know, didn't you see punish it? Teams, now you Jimmy and T. Hey, yeah, Pomo, more boss kill, not you, a moon to mean track it back in the way, not the Amino. Where did Jokovic, the Amino, Milo, said Jokovic, or Mubaku, what did the Amino be the Aguajoku? There are some people, they are not flamboyant. It's like, uh, Chelsea player and whatever say, hey, can't flamboyant. Just say, on to treat a messy. And would you only want to be? 
Oniwa no be say ye yi nipa fo we fit him no mo. But owo mu a onya flamboyant but it's so effective. It's so you see the peace around the choice you are making a, a tactical peace. Strategic peace. You have peace, a strategic peace in that negotiation that wisdom has helped you to make. But he said that you can also make a decision. You look like you have been given the bigger pie. Okay, you lose your rest. You lose your peace. Because the wisdom of God is not in the equation. Why worry about man? I feel the other under. Oh, so she girl be there more. I don't so by also men yeah, Juma. Ukaso be yeah, Juma. Hey, hey. A demo I am kwa. Da ube brawano. Eda basa mukrene. Madam no freedom. Madam Void of Peace. You see, it's like you have married the devil himself. You should have, you just check your tactical peace. When you are making those decisions, you see that, that's why you see that the wisdom of God is at work. It's at work clean like that in that negotiation. And you say, Charlie, it, it is better to stay in this keeper's house Eh, tactically than jump to something else. When they are eating apple, drinking red oil, and throwing stones at midnight, and Charlie b- b- bottles. <coughs> Sorry, I'll talk later. It's better. Better. I said, I said, some people have been abused in church. Uh, so when they come to a church like this, where we don't abuse anybody, they don't feel like it's powerful. It's like we must abuse. Have you seen that abuse people in a relationship? They enter into a more abusive relationship. So when they come, we are not abusing. They say, I a soft one on the girls and then that's soft one on your guy. On your way. So it's your no again or how I say, ah, now soft will cry. I said, wanna. Jimmy and how you just want to be abused at all cost. Hey, it ever has some We're gonna show you when you're tensions. So for new preacher, we say Bluetooth in the chair, cost left, right, center. Wait to me, two Bluetooth in the chair, focus. Yeah, when I will be to my dear son, say, hey, deja. It's like civil war is going. There's a coup, and the president is not away. <laughs> hey, as civil You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204 
0277-516-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service and on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning 